Careers Youth Hub podcast coming out of Gosford. You're listening to the Riz Youth Hub podcast. I'm Zoe and here I've got Cody and we're just going to have a little chat about his career and what led him there. So what led you to your music career? I think I was always just such a fan. My parents were quite musical. Uh, My mum had showed me three guitar chords when I was young. And then actually it was a girlfriend who lived in the country when I went to visit her when I was about 19. All her friends could play guitar and they were sitting around a campfire and they were a bit surprised that I couldn't. They were just passing around this acoustic guitar and I thought it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen because I was kind of getting into country and Neil Young and my parents' record collection and really appreciating that. And yeah, I just, they couldn't believe I couldn't play an acoustic guitar because out there everyone could. And I just decided to learn. And then once I started learning, I was learning lots of covers and then started trying to write my own songs. And yeah, just fell in love with it. And then I started doing some open mics and getting better at that and getting some paid gigs. And it wasn't ever anything I took too seriously. It just, it just kept looking after me. I kept getting opportunities and, and yeah. I would say it's an up and down career. Sometimes it's tough. (laughs) There's easier ways to make money. But if you really love it, you'll find a way. And I love it, fortunately. Yeah, that's awesome. So how long did it take you to finish your diploma? Oh, so yeah, that that was later in life. So I was always a working musician, a gigging musician. And then I did a diploma of electronic music at TAFE in the city in Ultimo. Uh, right near Central Station there. And they just have this whole music department and it's amazing. That was, I, I did the diploma for one year. Um, and so for young people out there, they also do a advanced diploma and now I think there's a degree you can do as well. Yeah, wow. And for young people out there, yeah, they, TAFE is amazing for, le- for studying music. Um, I did the diploma of electronic music because um, I was really getting into DJing. I was always a guitarist and like into country and folk and that was my job really, but... I started developing an interest in electronic sounds. Uh, always had that from like when I was 16. I was into dance music but had kind of not listened to it for a while. And uh, yeah, because I was DJing, I got more interested in sounds other than the guitar. So yeah, it was amazing. I love TAFE. Yeah, wonderful. You mentioned in our conversation before that you've travelled. What was your favourite place? Oh, yeah. I hadn't been overseas until I was, uh, I think, 21. Um, I did uni. Uh, You know, everyone tells you that's what you're supposed to do, but I just really wanted to go overseas. Um, And I I spent a year in India first, um, which was amazing, blew my mind. I'd never been outside Australia, so, yeah, it was quite confronting, a lot of the poverty and things you see. But, yeah, as a young kid, I was quite a hippie, so I was really interested in Eastern religion and spirituality and... Buddhism and I wanted to go see the Dalai Lama and yeah I think now it's you know the world's more uncertain and money's tighter and I I was really lucky to be able to get a part-time or a full-time job and save and work hard and life seemed different then you know kids had a gap year or something like I know a lot of kids now are so you know really focused on um getting into work straight away and trying to get a house and um yeah, I think I was part of that generation where like, a lot of people went overseas you know, and had a year travelling. It seems like a luxury now. But 
other places I've been in my life are Mongolia. Okay. Um, I'm actually friends with the Mongolian president. That's a pretty crazy story. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because I was an English teacher and he became one of my students in Sydney and then he invited me to go to Mongolia. It was unbelievable. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds awesome. Yeah. Well, I've driven across America in a car with six friends, camping, living in a Chevy, a Chevy Gladiator. That was a big adventure. Uh, But, you know, equally I loved driving across Australia too. I drove to Perth once and back. Big drive. Big drive. That Nullarbor, that's like three days non-stop with nothing to see. Like I love it. I love the desert. But, um, but yeah, as much as I've been overseas and been to Europe and not too many times, just, just Spain, I think, and Portugal, but I, I, I like travelling in Australia just as much. Yeah, but it's funny when you like travel from state to state in Australia, when you're overseas, you can travel three hours and you're already across two borders. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah, totally. We're like a huge continent. Like, yeah. I guess by the time you get to Perth, it's like England and Turkey or something, you know, England and Russia. It's like another language and another culture. But yeah, Australia, does, yeah. Yeah. They still speak English in Perth. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do you like most about your career, job, Oh, that's a good question. I guess uh, I feel so grateful now. It took me a while to figure it out because I was a teacher for a long time teaching English, which wasn't my passion while I was a musician. Um, and that, you know, provided stability. But I, I'm just so, I guess, proud now that I make my living um, from music. Every day I do music, whether it's with young people or my own music. Um, I DJ a lot now. I still sing and perform my country songs, my originals, I do cover gigs. Like my career is so varied but the, the cool thing is I'm just proud that, you know, I, I ne- money's not that important to me. I never wanted to be, I didn't, you know, I didn't, I don't, I, I make enough. Like I'm not rich but uh, I, I'm really happy because every day I get to do music and not many people can say that, I guess. Even people who try to be really famous and it doesn't work out for them and if they don't have a plan B... Yeah, I just chip away. I'm like a tradie for music. I just solve yep. musical problems for businesses and um, organisations and um, I love working with young people. That's quite inspiring. Um, yeah, and I often feel like I'm doing good work because I believe that music is very powerful as most people people do. It, it lets you express yourself and I love seeing young people get into if it's beat making or songwriting um, on a guitar, whatever it is. So that's probably the best part of my career. Also, there's that every day is very different. <laughs> yeah, and it would be working with all different types of people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and performing as well is a whole different thing. Like I get quite nervous and I feel comfortable in a classroom or working with young people. Um, but yeah, I'm just so obsessed with music. So it's good that I finally found a way to have it in my life every day. And then it doesn't feel like work. I guess I'm one of those people that... If I'm really into editing a podcast or adding the music to a podcast or writing a song for me or DJing um, or making beats for someone, uh, I, I'm not, I don't really think in terms of the hourly wage or how many hours I'm doing it for. I don't think of my life in terms of hours anymore because if it's music, I'm just, you know, most people say that when you're doing something musical or creative, you, you're in the flow, you're not thinking about other things. So yeah, a lot of my life exists in that space. So that's probably the coolest thing. 
Yeah. And this might seem like a pretty boring question, but what do you think the world would be like without music? (laughs) Wow. I've never thought about that. For me, very boring because I usually start the day with something quite ambient. Like I might put on some some nice relaxing music when I'm waking up, making my coffee. Um, I kind of need to make music every day. I'm just one of those people, whether it's just a quick 20-minute beat um, in Ableton, you know, something electronic, or whether I just strum my guitar without recording it, just just pick it up and play. So I'm just one of those people who some people need to paint or some people need to walk a few times a day and be outside. Um, but, yeah, I, I can't imagine my life without music. For some people it's probably easy because they're not as obsessed as I am. <laughs> but, yeah, for me personally and some of these young people I meet, like in, involved in this podcast that you've met, um, I think they have the urge as well, to, the, the constant need to create or be surrounded by music. So. But I also like breaks. You know, I do, I'm someone who's so obsessed that I need to just... And because it's my work now, full time, I need to um, go for walks without music because, yeah, I do find it gets a bit stimulating sometimes or I I need to listen to very calming, ambient music um, as well. Be aware of that. Not always lyrics and beats and disco because it it does get, you know, sometimes it's nice. Life's nice without music too. But, yeah, it's an interesting question. I've never thought about that before. Yeah, no, (laughs) because, you know, music is always an escape for people and I think if you didn't have it, you'd just have a boring life. Like nowadays you listen to the radio in the car and um, if you didn't have music, it would just be a very quiet, boring drive. Totally. Absolutely. I, yeah. And I, I'm, I, need, I need it when I'm driving. Yeah. And what's your guilty pleasure when it comes to music or DJing? Wow, like um, cheesy 80s bands, I guess. Like sometimes I don't even know the name, but I heard a Talk Talk song the other day that's quite cheesy. And <laughs> I don't know who Talk Talk are, but I've read about them. But um, things like Madonna, I have a secret dance floor weapon when I'm DJing. Yeah. And it is, my friend Jamie taught me this, it is uh, Like a Prayer. There's a sort mm. of dance version of it. I think it's off the Immaculate Collection CD, which was a big classic CD. And it just, people just go crazy for it. I'll be DJing a bar or a festival or a stage somewhere or a party. And it's just that, oh, life is a mystery. And it just, people just stop what they're doing at the party or on the dance floor, look for a friend to kind of do the dance together with and lose all inhibitions. And I've seen it rock some, so that, you know, stuff like that's my guilty pleasure. What else? Um, think, I guess I guilty pleasures, things that are not that cool. They're a bit daggy, isn't it? So like, yep. I, li- I like Roy Orbison and Chris Isaac. Like I think Wicked Game by Chris Isaac. When I'm playing guitar, it's one of the best covers to sing because, again, people seem to lose their minds. Um, when I sing and play, I guess things like Crowded House, classic. I love it, but um, maybe people think it's a bit old, a bit daggy. But um, they have some great songs. Um, what about you? What's your guilty pleasure? Mine? Musically, yeah. Is there something that you think, oh, it's a bit embarrassing, it's not that cool, but you love it? (laughs) Well, there's one that comes to mind and that is 
Nickelback. A lot of people give hate on them (laughs) and a lot of people do not like them as a band, but there's a few songs that I can get into and I can really sing along and relate. Um, But I know a lot of people that just hate them as a band. 100%. It's the same as Creed, you know, with arms wide open, they get a bad rap. um, Yeah, it's it's the same as um, that Blink-182 song. Mm. Oh, What's even. my name again? Uh, no. Dude, uh, all the small things. Um, I can't remember that song. But um, oh, there's there's one of the songs, and I can't think of it right now. But it's just like, ooh. You don't like it? No. No. Uh, what's Nickelback's big song? I can't remember. They have a lot of radio songs. Yeah. Like I know they've got one really famous one, but um but yeah, I mean if it's catchy and it sticks in your head, it's a good song, right? I think I believe in that. I think people hate it so strongly, probably because it loops around their head, but there's a real art to making a pop song. There is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as easy as it looks. We all think it's easy, but um yeah. Mm. And do you have a favorite genre that you like to listen to? Uh, no, I, I honestly think I'm genreless and um, mm. like because of my background's country and folk, so I still love a good story. Yep. My first album, uh, it's on Spotify, Cody Dillon, Blood Moon, check it out. Um, it's got like some seven minute narrative songs, you know, with um, big stories that I just made up. Or, yeah. Um, and I like that kind of thing, but I also like a a disco song with no lyrics. I love instrumental music. Um, I guess at the moment I just listen to a lot of weird dancey music because I am DJing a lot. So mm. I often just listen to something that grabs my ear that just sounds really good. It might be a bass line or a beat. Um, it's not really hard techno or hard house or anything. I do. I like a bit of that, but kind of weird um, Italian dance music or stuff like that um, gets gets me going these days. It's what I'm really interested in and... Um, I guess if you had to say one at the moment, it would be disco. But for me, disco is such a big, broad genre of um, dance music. It's not just Saturday Night Fever or um, the Bee Gees. But, yeah, I think disco, because I I find a lot of weird, obscure disco and underground disco that's, yeah, it's all sound, it it doesn't really have one shared characteristic. But, yeah, I I guess like just either someone on an acoustic guitar telling a story with nothing else or maybe a little band or a big disco production, electronic or with a band or a good studio producer. I think I go between extremes. Yeah, (laughs) yep. I've got two genres I can't get into and that is... Let me guess. Metal? Heavy metal. Yeah. Yes. And trance. Oh. I can't stand it. It's just <laughs> continuous music with no lyrics and I just, I can't do it. Oh, there you go. See, <laughs> trance was one of my guilty pleasures. Like when I was 16, I was into electronic music coming out of England and what was happening there and I liked the beauty of trance. Like, But yeah, it's a, definitely a, some, a bit of a oh, guilty pleasure. <laughs> I like some trance, but yeah, some moments, but not a whole set of trance. If I was DJing, maybe I slip one song in there. Yeah, yeah, and they just go for so long. Yeah, as well, like sixteen minutes. Like, come on, oh, that's a bit Stop. long. Yeah, no. Yeah. And when I'm DJing, I will play like a six or seven minute song sometimes, but um, that's that's probably a bit long. Yeah, who's listening to that for sixteen minutes? <laughs> 
I'm with you on metal. I respect metal, but um, mm. and some of my friends are really into it. I, 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 I had a phase when I was a teenager, so I, I have a affection for it, but it's not something I would listen to anymore. Yeah, like with metal for me, I like Metallica and I like, you know, the the softer metal. I okay. don't really like um, Machine Head and there's other few that come to mind. Like but Thrash I, or... Thrash yeah, metal. and like you, I, I have my own category and I don't even know if it's a real one but I call it screamo because uh, I can't stand the screaming. Yeah. It's like just sing normal. When they're like, oh, yeah. yeah. It's hard to make out the words. I guess metal for musicians it's pretty impressive because it's so hard and fast and even the drumming is like a, a double kick. Mm. And So I know some musicians really love it for it's mathematical and it's hard to... It's hard to make, but um, yeah. Give me some chilled seventies groovy music any day. Yep, yep. <laughs> I have one last question for you. Yep. To the people out there that want to start off in music, do you have any advice? Where should they go? What? Sh- where should they start? Hundred percent. Um, try and. Get yourself a cheap guitar, you know, if you have space at home, if you're able to make a bit of noise in your bedroom, like you can look up tabs on your phone for free um, on the internet, anywhere you can get the internet um, and learn chords, you know, like it, it shows you where to put your fingers and that's how I learned guitar. I never had a lesson. It takes a bit of patience, but um, anything that's worthwhile, is, is it's worth persisting. Link up with a, if you're a young person or anyone, link up with a, a local group. So young people head to PCYC or um, a neighbourhood centre. Like there's plenty on the Central Coast um, or an organisation like Riz. Um, you know, they'll be able to point you in the right direction with a teacher or they'll run programs. That stuff's really cool because some people do need a teacher or a, feel like they're part of a community. For me, I, I liked learning on my own. It was a little, little project I had for me. But um, yeah, if you're into beat making, you, you'll have to do it through the things in your computer or through an actual um through a phone uh, app or something but um i think number one is just be persistent and you never know where it's going to take you it might just be your hobby that's what it was for me and it ended up becoming my career um but um if you want a career in music maybe think um really widely about it as not just oh i'm going to be famous i want to be a famous singer there's so many jobs in music in the publishing of it or the releasing of it or the touring or me and a lot of the youth work I do, like I never could have dreamed I'd have a job um, doing podcasts that have music in them and we make the music ourselves, which you'll hear on this show. Um, but yeah, just if you want a career in music, you, you think about radio and hosting and um, sound production, sound engineering, doing live sound mixing, um, session musician where you're playing or singing on other people's, that's a really, you know, interesting and fun way and good way to make money and in make a living. Um, yeah, just being really open-minded about it, like anything in life, rather than being like, I just want to do this one thing. Um, if you love music and keep following it, it'll probably look after you like it has so many other people. Um, it's a huge industry, you know, and it brings a lot of money into Australia and it generates a lot of opportunities. Um, but, yeah, start small, baby steps. Maybe you want to learn covers and then eventually... Um, write your own song. That's that's how I started. Then I made an album, and people enjoyed that, and it just kept leading to other things. And I enjoyed the ride. But um, 
yeah, I think choose your instrument, whatever it is, or your um, form, whether it's electronic in a laptop or whether it's an acoustic guitar, and um, just work at it and, and ask people who know. I think baby steps. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, well, thank you for letting me interview you on Riz Youth Hub podcast. Oh, it's been a pleasure, Zoe. Thank you very much for having me on the show. I've enjoyed the chat. <laughs> <laughs>